Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No. These are the other stories. <laughs> if your walls are looking a tad bare and you'd like to decorate them up, or perhaps you've got a few questionable stains that need hiding, we've got you covered. Luke Spooner, the lovely chap who illustrates all of the episode art for the other stories, has made us an exclusive poster design he calls The Writer. It's currently up for sale on our web store in colour and black and white, in small, in large, whatever you want, whatever stain you've got on your wall, we can cover it up with a nice pretty other stories themed picture um, it's up on the web store along with our t-shirts and mugs over at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver once again that's gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver also mine and daniel's non-fiction books are now out 
and available for purchase. So go grab Collaboration for Authors by Daniel Wilcox and 1 to 5 million by myself to learn all about collaborative creation and the behind the scenes of podcast making. Both books are available at allgoodamazon.coms right now. Today's episode is Infernal, written by Andy Conduit-Turner and narrated by Josh Curran. Matches, matches, never touch. They can burn you very much. Greg awoke with a gasp at the sound of the fire safety rhyme he'd last heard in his primary school years. His sharp intake of breath quickly gave way to a fit of coughing as his lungs were invaded by a wave of smoke and dust. Greg's senses returned to him in seconds, hastened by an emergency dose of adrenaline his system instinctively pumped to every cell in his body, his eyes immediately focusing on the figure in front of him. The young woman stood, looking down at him from across the smoky room, casually dressed with ruby red hair spilling out from under a beanie hat. Another student, maybe? but Greg didn't recognise her from any classes he took. Reality reasserting itself, Greg propped himself up on his elbows, his gaze darting around the room with a mix of fear and excitement, expecting to see encroaching flames. Despite the smoke and heat he was now aware of, he saw none. So much for the old saying. You've been busy, Greg, the woman spoke calmly immediately setting Greg's panicked mind ablaze with too many questions to articulate at once. Who was she? How did she know him? What else did she know? Why was she not the least bit concerned that she was God knows where inside a burning building? With so many competing questions, all fighting to get out at once, all Greg managed to muster was, What? As he attempted to scramble to his feet. I wouldn't do that if I were... The woman was unable to finish her sentence before Greg, in his hurry to make an exit, put his weight onto the fractured bone in his left ankle. The crack was audible, even above the distant wail of the building's fire alarms. He distinctly felt the bone slip out of alignment, jagged, broken edges digging into the surrounding tissue as the joint abandoned any weight-bearing duties sending Greg screaming in pain as he collapsed back to the floor. Grasping at his injury, he felt a wet warmth spread through his sock. Greg rolled onto his back and looked up. The gaping hole in the ceiling above him served to answer one of his questions. He'd clearly taken an unexpected fall through the floor above. Shit! Greg grunted through gritted teeth as he slammed his fists into the ground in frustration. He was always so careful. Why had he waited so long this time? I did try and warn you, Greg. The woman appeared upside down in his field of vision as she stood above him, looking down with a smirk dancing across her lips. It's not often you linger this close for this long, Greg. You're getting sloppy. Greg shut his eyes tightly, wincing and fighting to mentally dull the agony from his ruined ankle and put some order into his harried and chaotic thoughts. Snapping his eyes open, he glared at the young woman and hissed venomously between coughs. (coughs) The fuck are you? (coughs) 
Help me up! We have to get out! The woman didn't react at first, cocking her head to one side like a dog ignoring a frantic owner's commands as her smile widened. Oh, come on, Greg. You know me. We've been so close for years. Aren't I exactly how you imagined me? Struggling into a sitting position, Greg looked up in disbelief as the woman broke into full-blown laughter as she deftly twirled, almost pirouetted across away from him, into the thickening cloud of smoke as it continued to infiltrate the room until she was almost entirely obscured, little more than a silhouette. Impossible, Greg found himself saying aloud. But it was impossible. She wasn't even real. An imaginary friend fantasy, his secret. In a hopeful snatch for a rational explanation, Greg raised his hands to his head, searching for any signs of a cut or taking a knock in the fall. His hands came away dusty, but clean of any blood. (laughs) Get it together, Greg. It's just the smoke. (laughs) Oh, but that it was, Greg. The voice, less playful now, and with a distinct undertone of malice, came from the dense haze as it drew still closer. It was within two metres now, and edging forward. Inside he saw flecks of colour. Had the flames broken in, too? The woman stepped out of the smoke, entirely untarnished, and knelt calmly on one knee beside him the air growing noticeably warmer as she approached. Greg, stunned into silence and not trusting his own eyes, simply stared as she spoke to him. Now, Greg, I don't explain this to just anyone, but given our special relationship, she giggled, I think I can afford you some special treatment. I'm exactly who you think but refuse to accept that I am. Greg was beginning to sweat profusely in the heat, rivulets of sweat racing to see how far they could snake down his face from his hairline before they evaporated into arid air. You're the fire? Come on now, Greg. You gave me a name. What did you used to call me? What name did you imagine when you used to call me up in the old days playing out in the woods? What name did you say aloud that time that there was that blaze down at the Cartwright farm? Who have you conjured standing beside you every time you felt the burning urge since you were a little boy? Holding your hand. Say it for me. Infernal. Greg half wheezed, half muttered. Oh, you can do better than that. As she spoke, the woman's hat burst into flames, immediately immolated into ash that scattered into the ether. Her short, crimson hair wasn't on fire. It was fire, burning freely, flowing with mesmerizing beauty in front of him. Leaning forward, she gripped Greg's left forearm. Greg screamed as a searing, burning pain seized him where she gripped, the sleeve of his shirt blackening and smoking in the area surrounding her hand. He writhed and squirmed, trying to break free of her grip, 
but she was too strong. Say the name. Her voice almost crackled now, and her flaming hair became more lambent as she grew angry. Infernal! He screamed, the grip immediately released from his arm, and Greg cradled his injured limb. He'd been burned before, but never like this. The centre of the burn itself was oddly painless, his skin charred and blackened from Infernal's scorching grasp. The skin around the centre was a deep red, already beginning to blister and weep. As tears of pain and fear welled up in his eyes, making it even harder to see through the darkening smoke, Greg looked back up at Infernal. Her flaming hair had grown outward, reaching halfway down her back, though drifting ethereally as though she were underwater. She now stood, looking down at him hungrily. Why? Why are you... Greg was cut off as Infernal burst into a fit of hysterical laughter, throwing her head back. As she cackled, a burst of flames all but exploded into the room, encircling Greg entirely. Why am I doing this, Greg? To you? And you say this looking so hurt, like an innocent baby. Your imagination may have wrapped me into a human shape and character, but it is no more who I really am than the horned ifrits, the winged firebirds or the skulking salamanders that others see me as. I do not keep to your form, nor adhere to your morals. Infernal paused, seeming to calm slightly, and looking thoughtfully at Greg as he cowered backwards, trying to shrink away. I'm not evil, Greg. I exist where nature permits, and when I am called, I don't relish this destruction of this building. The same as I didn't enjoy burning those old toys. Those trees, that barn, that homeless man that had taken shelter in it from the cold. Her eyes blazed. For all my power, I have no free will. The question of why sits with you. The room was almost entirely engulfed in smoke and flames now. Greg could make out nothing but Infernal's figure towering over him. Her hair now so long and flowing so freely that he couldn't tell where it ended, and the smoke and flames seeking to entomb him began. Perhaps they were the same. Choking, Greg slithered back down to a fully prone position on the floor and buried his face into his shirt in an attempt to filter out some of the smoke. Oh, don't try to hide from the smoke. Anyone who plays with fire should know that it's my kindest mercy. Yes, you panic and you struggle, but consider the alternative, silly boy. If the slightest touch of my hand had you on your knees, imagine what happens when my flames actually consume you. Your hair and nails melting away like candle wax, Muscles tensing as they contract in the heat, cracking your bones like kindling on a bonfire as I bite through you. You open your mouth to scream and you feel me touch your insides, running down your throat and blackening your lungs as you're forced to breathe fire. My smoke is my mercy, Greg. 
Greg's tears barely made it an inch from his eyes before the heat spirited them away. His thoughts awash with guilt, regret, self-pity, and self-loathing. Less for the action of setting the fire, and more for the careless delay in leaving as he watched the college building, the symbol of those that had dared to exclude him and suggest he was not good enough, really begin to burn. He pulled his head free and sat forward, the smoke immediately gripping at his throat and sending him into spluttering fits. He closed his eyes and prepared to embrace it, when suddenly a final sting of self-preservation spurred him onwards. Slumping back to the floor, he thrust his hand into his pocket to retrieve his phone. It still had signal. If he could just get through and guide the firefighters that had surely arrived by now, to him maybe. Even if he ended up in trouble, he could still get out of this alive. Dialing the emergency number, he shot a defiant glare towards his former muse, now tormentor, Infernal, only to find her gone. Emergency, which service? Hey, Greg. The unwelcome voice of Infernal came whispering in his other ear as he tried to hear the operator over the roaring flames. Fire, I'm in, I think the basement of the Stewart building at Perkins College. You've got it, Greg. This is the basement, all right. Tell them you're carrying on the floor right next to the heating oil tank. The phone operator was saying something, but Greg didn't respond. He turned his face to look at Infernal, kneeling beside him once again, and then the tank she pointed to. Just as it began to make a high-pitched whine, Hey Greg, huge fire-starting fan that you are, have you ever seen or heard of a vapor cloud explosion? No. Dave was having one hell of a night. His crew were called out in the small hours to the local college campus to find a whole wing ablaze. The morning's investigation would tell for sure, but several distinct points of expected origin in key locations made it a pretty strong bet that this was a case of deliberate arson. Thankfully, it being so late, only a few facilities staff were still on site, and according to the logs, all were safely evacuated and accounted for. A few minor burns, and some being treated for smoke inhalation, but they'd all be fine. Thanks to the explosion, when the ancient heating system went up though, the same couldn't be said for the building. Once his team had doused the final residual fires, the cleanup was going to take quite some time. Unseen by the fire crew, the figure of an elderly woman with fading eyes and long ashen hair watched as the final embers of the once mighty blaze began to cool. Matches, matches, never touch. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. Infernal was written by Andy Conduit Turner, narrated by Josh Curran, edited by Duncan Muggleton, with music by Duncan Muggleton and Tom Robson, and sound effects provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. Andy Conduit Turner is a UK based writer, editor, and producer of fiction, as well as an occasional podcast crasher and quiz host with a love of all things strange and spooky. Check out his work at hordecomics.com. 
Josh Curran is a narrator and writer. He has narrated many episodes of the other stories over the show's lifetime. He is also the creator of horror audio drama podcast, Miscreation. You can follow him on Twitter at, at jcurranwriter. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. You can join our book club and movie club and chat about the podcast over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver. T-shirts and mugs and posters are now available at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. The other stories is a production of the story studio, Hawk and Cleaver, and is brought to you by Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time.